Hello and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rivant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. Sorry for the absence last week, recovering from the New York Comic Con, as well as the fact that we didn't actually have any books in stores last week, led to no podcast. I have to take a week off every once in a while. Hope you understand. This week, though, we have three new titles hitting store shelves. We also have a new contest up online, and of course, a new batch of Dynamite Reviews. So, as always, for any fans picking up this week's books, or any of our other Dynamite comics, be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards at dynamiteentertainment.com slash boards, and let us know what you think. Let's talk about this contest. Running now, until March 13th, 2007, Dynamite is giving one lucky fan the chance to add an original page of new Battlestar Galactica art to their collection. The grand prize for this contest is a stunning page from the Dynamite series, new Battlestar Galactica series, and it's from issue number three, and it's, of course, by series artist Nigel Rayner. Page is truly a one-of-a-kind and will be given to one lucky winner in a random drawing. You can find all of that at the contest link right there on the Dynamite homepage. We also have uh, some additional prizes. Very cool Galactica contest. Recommend you go check it out. And as I mentioned, last week was a very, very busy week as we sent a few titles off to press and we were all coming off the whirlwind that was the New York Comic Con, the second annual New York Comic Con. New York in February may not be to everyone's liking, but the con was fun, the weather brisk, and a good time appeared to have been had by all. We hit the ground running right after the show, and aside from the closing issues of classic Battlestar Galactica, issue number five, and AOD vs. Darkman, issue number four, Shades of Grey number one, the first issue in our Top Cow crossover, is at the printer and should be in stores within the next week or so. This week, we're wrapping up Savage Tales number one and Raise the Dead number one, and Painkiller Jane number zero is almost done as well, in addition to our upcoming big free comic book day, Battlestar Galactica, and Lone Ranger flipbook. But, now this week's comics, and of course the big one this week is Marvel Zombies versus The Army of Darkness number one. Cover, of course, by Arthur Sedam. Written, of course, by John Lehman. Pencils, of course, by Fabiano Neves. Inks by Fabiano Neves. And colored by June Chung. This is it, true believers. The crossover of the century begins here. The Marvel Zombies come face-to-face with Dynamite Entertainment's Ash from The Army of Darkness. Ash has faced legions of the undead before, but never like this, as he lands in the heart of New York just as the zombie outbreak begins. See how his actions help turn more heroes and villains into zombies. All under the watchful eye of Marvel zombie guru Robert Kirkman, this might just be the comic event of 2007. Plus, the entire series will feature classic homage covers by painter Arthur Sudam. Had an early review of issue number one over at Best Shots at Newsarama, and they said, quote, From the outside, this might seem like a crazy idea. Frankly, it's inspired. Ash meeting the Marvel Zombies is a stroke of genius, and not just in terms of marketing. The first issue is ghoulish fun, and Ash's over-the-top nature makes him the perfect POV character for a super-idealized world turned upside down. By the end of the first issues, we're essentially left with two questions. Who gets the chainsaw first? And yes, who wants some? Also this week, Red Sony number 20, written, of course, by Michael Avon Oming. Welcome home, Michael. He's back from Scotland. Art by Holmes. Cover art by Jonathan Luna, Joe Prado, Holmes, and Adriano Batista, all shipping in equal ratio. As our heroes remain separated in this strange new land, each side races to save themselves from the inhabitants of the far side of the world. Meanwhile, Goth continues to cut a bloody swath across the land as he consolidates his power and prepares to unleash a new age upon Hyboria. 
Joining our creative team of this month, of course, the cover artists I mentioned, artist Joe Prado and Jonathan Luna, along with Holmes and Adriano Batista. Also this week, Highlander No. 5 by Brandon Jerwa, art by Kevin Sharp, cover art by Holmes, Pat Lee, and Dave Dorman. For this issue, writer Brandon Jerwa is joined by Kevin Sharp for a special New Year's Eve tale of immortal love and loss also featuring the first Dynamite Comics appearance of Duncan McCloud. As I've mentioned before, this is a special done-in-one. If you haven't checked out Highlander, you can get a little taste of what Jirwa is working up each month in the book with Highlander number 5. And, of course, Kevin Sharp filled in on this special tale for us, and Kevin is currently hard at work on the Hunter serial running in Savage Tales. Next issue of Highlander, number 6, will feature the debut of artist Fabio Laguna. And those pages look fantastic. Also this week, the Lone Ranger No. 1 Director's Cut. Dynamite's Lone Ranger No. 1 is a critical and sales success. In case you missed out on the first or second printing, Dynamite has prepared the ultimate Director's Cut edition of issue No. 1. This brand new edition features Brett Matthews' original script, Sergio Cariello's designs and thumbnails for the Lone Ranger and issue No. 1, a look at John Cassidy's designs for the Lone Ranger, and a look at the making of a Lone Ranger page. This one came together very nicely, and I highly recommend it for anyone who's a fan of our series or who may have missed out on issue number one. It's a great look at how this project came together. Now, you, of course, can check out previews of all of these comics that I just mentioned at such fine sites as Comic Book Resources, Wizard Universe, and Newsarama, to name but a few. And now let's take a look at what people are saying about some past Dynamite titles. And first up, we have Eric Lindbergh at BrokenFrontier.com, who took a look at Darkman vs. the Army of Darkness number 3, saying, quote, where the issue shows its true innovation is in a revelation posed to Ash about the possible reversal of the Necronomicon spells. The idea that he could have saved his beloved Sheila rather than having destroy her is a concept that's never been explored in the Army of Darkness series. End quote. Good observation, Eric. We'll have to see what we can do about that in the return of Ash going on uh, later on this year after the Marvel Zombies crossover. And, of course, as I mentioned, the Darkman vs. Army of Darkness number 4 is on presses and should be in stores in the next week or so. Troy, over at Best Shots of Newsarama, took a look at Classic Battlestar number 4, saying, quote, Rick Remender totally gets that old-school space opera feel that the original series carried, and he makes great use of it here. This is a book that aspires to the Saturday afternoon serial ideology rather than the dark reinvention of the new show. It's good fun, and Starbucks' various romantic entanglements are a sharply observed subplot. Glad you liked the book, Troy. We, of course, are wrapping up Remender's opening miniseries with issue number five, again at press, and should be out in the next week or so. We, of course, also have Cylon Apocalypse number one hitting store shelves, I believe, next week. More news on that in next week's podcast. And then we, of course, have another special classic Battlestar Galactica event uh, with a writer to be named shortly, and a project that should get a lot of people saying, huh, interesting. Also over at bestshotsatnewsarama.com, Troy took a look at new Battlestar Galactica number 6, saying, quote, Although this series is different in overall tone than the TV series, I appreciate Greg Pak's impulse to take it in a more action-oriented direction for the page. Part of what makes the show work on a psychological level is its great acting. I enjoy that Pac takes the concept in a slightly different direction for this decidedly different medium. End quote. Glad you liked the book, Troy. Also on the Battlestar Galactica front, Zarek number 2, reviewed by Chris Parton over at ComicAddiction.com, and he said, quote, Once again, Jirwa, Batista, Kester, and Boland have knocked another issue of the miniseries out of the park. 
Dynamite Entertainment is providing the die-hard, as well as the casual Battlestar Galactica fan, with some rich history of one of its best characters. I hope to see more of this type of treatment with other characters, because it can only make the BSG universe that much stronger. End quote. Good observation, Chris. And of course, I've mentioned it here in this podcast before, but I'll say it again. We currently have plans to tell the backstory of Commander Adama, uh, more on Starbuck, more on Sharon, more on Baltar, and of course, more on the Cylon War and the new Galactica series, uh, Season Zero, written by Brandon Jerwa with art by Steven Segovia, will of course take us up to the events of Adama taking over the Galactica leading up to the Holocaust scene in the reimagined miniseries. So we are fleshing out the backstory, and we are glad that the reaction has been so positive thus far. And finally, Dwight McPherson at BrokenFrontier.com took a look at Kid Cosmos, saying, quote, There is no doubt that Starlin is a masterful visual storyteller. His skill as an artistic narrator is on display for all to see. And he did it all on this book, folks. Pencils, inks, and colors. The plot was exceptional, and I really enjoyed how Starlin masterfully interwove intrigue into the story with the enigmatic Hyperion Moors. Is he friend or foe? Well, that question is not answered here, and I wonder if the storyline will be continued in the future. I would really love to see how this plays out. Eric, uh, the more people that pick up and enjoy Jim's uh, Cosmic Guard and Kid Cosmos, the more ability we'll have to tell more of those stories in the future. So to make sure you tell your friends, we appreciate the coverage and appreciate the kind words. Now, before we go, let's do a Dynamite Tease of the Week. Uh, had a nice dinner in New York City with Arthur and Nicole Sudam, along with Frank Cho and Doug Murray, where a variety of Dynamite projects were discussed. Cover work and a special project with Sudam, and The Jungle Girl with Cho and Murray. I guess that's not much of a tease. That's more in the name-dropping category. So let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got an approved pitch for a new series that should get underway in late 2007. Stars Darkman. Enough said. And that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. As always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.